You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. So many of you know all about fillers and Botox and all those kinds of great things that we have now to use as a non-surgical way of making you look better and feel better. But I bet you that there are a few places where you would never think that you could use these products. And today, on this podcast, I want to reveal some of them. Not all of them, but I want to give you a list of some of the ones that actually in my practice are starting to become more and more common. We've been using it like this for many years, but more and more people, when they come in and talk about situations or problems that they may be feeling that they have or seeing, we talk about it. And when I bring up the fact that you could use these products in those locations to solve an issue, they are overwhelmingly like excited and overjoyed. And it may be you that I'm talking about. So here we go. So places that you would normally not even think that you could use fillers. And when I'm talking about fillers, I'm talking about the kinds that you would think, the names that you would know. Restylane, Juvederm, those types of products can be used in places where I'm telling you, some of you may already know about it, but I bet you I'm going to pick out a few here that you go, oh my God, I never knew you could do that. So here we go. The first is, I'm going to start with something unusual. The feet, believe it or not, Over the course of the last five to 10 years, more and more people that are coming in complaining about plantar fasciitis or other things where you're wearing high heels, this may be you that I'm talking about, you're wearing high heels a lot or you used to wear certain shoes and now you can't wear them anymore because some of the padding of your feet has started to wear away. Well, believe it or not, placing some of these fillers in those locations add padding to your feet. And once you hear it, you go, oh my God, it makes so much sense. So that's one location. Okay. Next, hands. Now, a lot of you know that you could put fillers in hands because as we get older, many of us start to give away our age because of the way our hands look. So using a filler to make the hands look more youthful is something we've been doing for a very long time. And a few of the products actually are FDA approved solely because they have been approved to be able to put into the hands. Um, One of the things that I know is so um, tremendously uh, appealing is when you have a lot of vascular type looking hands from like years of working hard outside or just being like a real manual laboring kind of a thing, you start to see a lot of the veins that are in your hands and some of the hands in between the fingers start to get very hollowed out. And that is a very giveaway of the age. 
in those situations, this camouflages all of those types of things. Okay, next, temples. So think about this for a minute. Many of you get fillers in your cheeks. And after a while, if your cheeks start to get really, really nice and full, if you look above your cheeks, kind of like lateral to where your eyes are, where your eyebrows are, going towards like your hairline, a lot of us as we get older start to have that hollowing appearance. And many of you that are fitness fanatics or marathon runners or people that have just started to lose weight, they start to, you know what I'm talking about, you start to lose it in your face. And one of the first places that you start to see is you can almost start to see your temples looking like a skeleton. Putting some filler in that area for men and women can actually make a very youthful appearance. And let me add one other thing. As those temporal hollows begin to get more and more deep, your brows will also start to descend. So many times I will put some filler in that temporal hollow and it gives you a brow lifting appearance. Something to keep in mind. Next, how about the chin? So many of you have come in and talked about always wanting to do a chin implant, but you never really wanted to have it done surgically. And now as you're getting older, you're starting to think, "Uh, I don't know if I want to go to surgery to have something like that done. However, we can use special fillers to place on the chin and actually use it like a malleable chin implant. Literally injecting this product onto the bony aspect of your chin and give you exactly what you're looking for. And the beauty of it, you can hear how excited I get about this because I really do like doing this, is that after I inject it, you're awake, right? So after I inject it, if you love it, which I'm pretty sure you would, you can be the captain of the ship and you can determine how much more you'd like to put in. Is that the good size? And once you get the look that you want, now, let's say it lasts about two years, either do it again when it starts to wear away, or now we know the exact size of the chin implant that you may actually want to do surgically that I could do. And then you kind of have like a, almost like a real live version of what it would look like so you could do it in anticipation of doing it down the road. So it's a really great way of trying to demo it out. Okay, next, how about your nose? You know, if you have a crooked nose and you don't really want to have a rhinoplasty, we can actually inject some filler on the concave side and give you a camouflage look like the nose has been straightened. Or if you have a bump on your nose going down the middle, we can inject a little bit of filler above above it and below it, and magically that bump is gone. So again, we're camouflaging it. We're not really taking it away, but it's another really cool use of these fillers. My last one for the fillers is earlobes. I know a lot of you out there know about this already because I've been... <clears throat> I've injected a lot of you 
for your earlobes. And sometimes it's just that as we're getting older, all of us, we tend to lose some of that padding in certain odd locations. And one of those odd locations happens to be the ear lobe area. And Sometimes just putting a little bit of filler in that area gives enough of a puff so that your earrings look so much better. You can actually see the diamond studs better because it almost looks like, you know, that little box that comes with your diamond studs and how it's all like pillowed up. That's exactly what I can do to your earlobes. Putting a little bit of filler in that area almost makes a little padding or a little pillow so that when you're putting your ear low, when you're putting your earrings in, it actually looks really, really terrific. Okay. So that was all the different kind of crazy places where we could put fillers. Now I want to talk about using Botox or Dysport, Juveau, or Zemin. And Zemin is another one, you know, again, in that, you know, top four are the four things that we call neuromodulators or neurotoxins. That's what this Botox is. So there are four of them, but all four can be used in these special locations. So let's start out with this. How about hands and armpits? And you're thinking to yourself, maybe, why would you do that? Here's why. How many of you sweat profusely? And some of you, again, who are listening to this know because you love getting this done because you know how many blouses or shirts do you ruin because you sweat so profusely from your armpits. Botox will squelch the sweat glands and you won't sweat there anymore. It's incredible, but believe it or not, the topic of what we would call hydrosis type things where we're actually talking about going after places where you have an overabundance of sweat gland production, your feet, your armpits. How about your hands? So recently we had a couple of patients that have come in and had their hands injected because their hands get so sweaty when they get nervous that they really wanted to do something because it became like like a very self-conscious thing that they were thinking about. So it is a very unusual place that you would think to put Botox, but it works fabulously well. Another place that we've done for some guys that are bald, after eating something hot and spicy or starting to get a little nervous at your job or something like that, your scalp will start to sweat. So placing some Botox in those areas will squelch the fat, the, the sweat glands, and it works fabulously well everywhere. Okay, next. How about placing it in the corners of the mouth to turn your frown upside down? Now, there, there are special muscles that come down from the corners of the mouth onto the mandible. And these are called the depressor anguli oris muscles. If you inject a small amount of Botox in those locations, believe it or not, it'll create a situation where you're unable to pull the corners of your mouth down. So how many people that are listening to this have been told that they have a resting, you know what, face, 
right? That can be changed. We can make it so that the corners of the mouth don't make you look unhappy any longer. How many of you have been told, what the hell are you so unhappy about? And you could say, nothing. It's just the way the corners of the mouth are starting to turn down. This is one of the ways, again, you could always use some filler in here also, but a great tandem is to put a little bit of Botox in these particular muscle groups to try to make that area turn even not even so much upside down, but horizontal. Okay. Another one. How about Now, this is something I think that many of you already know about, but I want to hit it anyway. When you smile, do you lose your lips? Think about this for a second. You're you're really going to get a really big smile in, and when that happens, for some reason, your upper lip mainly tucks under, and you completely lose the red lip. Well, placing Botox in very special locations along the lip border will make it so that instead of allowing the lip to tuck away, it'll remain static. So it's not really enlarging your lips like a filler would, but it's a way of keeping your lip kind of stationary so it doesn't tuck away. We call this a lip flip, but it really isn't being flipped up. It's just being um, stationary. It's allowing it to not tuck away when you do that really, really big smile. Sticking with that same location, how about if you want to make the tip of your nose a little bit more rotated up? Maybe when you smile, you start to notice that your tip of your nose starts to descend and almost looks like it's diving into like your mouth. How about if we put a little bit of Botox right in a special location at the nasal sill or where the nose meets the upper lip, and we can create a situation where we can get about a 5% or 10% rotation of the tip just by putting a little bit of Botox in the muscles that are causing that tip of the nose to turn down. That's another like cool location where you could just do a little bit of Botox and get a tremendous improvement. Last one of the bunch is, I love saying this because it's a very French way of talking about this particular issue, which is called peau d'orange, which is the skin of an orange. And many of you have that look of a skin of the orange on the chin. When you animate, when you're talking, you can start to see these little nooks and crannies that are actually in the skin of your chin. And what happens a lot of times, again, as we tend to lose some facial fat and over the course of years of animating, we start to develop these little undulated areas in the skin. Little droplets of Botox in that area will squelch that so that that puckering or that dimpling of the chin goes away. So that was just a list of some really fun things and interesting things that we now know we can use in all aspects of the body, the face, using fillers and Botox. 
You've been listening to the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.